You're listening to Blick's Dicks Podcast, where Dr. Blick helps men understand their common health issues and shares ways to take charge of their sexual health. Dr. Blick is a world-class urologist specializing in men's sexual health with over 20 years of professional experience. He is an internationally recognized penile implant expert, and his mission is to raise awareness about implants for ED. Dr. Blick is dedicated to helping men optimize their health and achieve a happier, healthier, and a more satisfied sexual life. And now, it's time to welcome your host, Dr. Sean Blick. I am Dr. Sean Blick, and you are listening to Blick's Dicks, the number one podcast for men's sexual health. Blick's Dicks is a bit racy, but Blick's Dicks is the new metaphor for men's health across the USA, or who knows, maybe even worldwide. Although I will discuss all men's health issues, I want to raise awareness about penile implants for men who have ED. Simply put, the penile implant is the most effective long-term treatment for ED, and it's often misunderstood and it's often underutilized. So as an expert on penile implants and over 20 years of experience, I have finally earned the right to say that Dr. Blick can fix your dick. Repeat after me, that's right. Dr. Blick can fix your dick. So today's podcast will be on frequently asked questions, also known as FAQs. All you need to know about penile implants. In other words, fact you. No, fact you. Okay, let's get started. So what I have done is I've accumulated a couple of questions that patients regularly ask me, and I figured I would just simply candidly answer them. So, will my penis look different to me or will others notice a penile implant? Well, first of all, the penile implant is extremely discreet. It's essentially invisible. It's soft when you wanna be soft. It's hard when you wanna be hard. So you have complete control over that and it's essentially invisible. No one can tell from the outside that you have one. If you were walking around a locker room or in a hot tub with other people, clearly no one would know you have it. A new partner probably would not know that you had it, although the astute sexual observer would pick up that you do have it. Just like a male can figure out that a woman has a breast implant. I don't think we really care. Kind of excites us nonetheless, just as the penile implant will perform uh, effectively for the male. The penile implant looks natural at rest. So if you're looking at someone straight on, it'll just look like a normal penis. When the penis is erect, it'll feel and look natural and it'll feel good for the man who has it and for the partner he's doing it with. So without any question, it really increases your chances and your ability and your confidence to please yourself and your partner. So the implant is awesome in all those respects. Another really important question is, how will my girth look when I get the penile implant? Well, the girthier men clearly have more rounder, more natural looking penises. So if you're kind of girthy, you kind of look more girthy when you get the implant. When you're thinner or slightly smaller, you have somewhat of a flatter, thinner, more cylindrical looking type penis. But either way, It still looks natural, still functions well. It's just, it's awesome. So let's just leave it at that. The million dollar question is what will it do to my size? Well, the most important thing is I tell patients, I am not going to shrink you. Dr. Blick shrinks nobody. 
what I tell people is that I'm going to optimize them. I'm going to get them to be the best that they can be. What people don't realize is that when men have erectile dysfunction over many years, people lose length. They shrink. So if, God forbid, you had a prostate cancer and you underwent a radical prostatectomy to remove your prostate, what happens is that you lose length on the order of three to four centimeters or as much as one to two inches over a series, over a series of years due to the loss or atrophy of smooth muscle within the spongy tissue of the penis. So men shrink, they lose elasticity, and they lose blood flow to the gland's penis. All that taken together makes you different than when you were younger, simply put. So we don't shrink anybody. And there's going to be a discrepancy between the final penile implant length and your final, and what you, sorry, your final penile implant length and what you were naturally. And that can be on the order of one inch discrepancy, potentially. But that being said, we can put all that aside and I can predict your size and give you realistic expectations based on a test that I learned from a famous penile implant urologist out of Florida. His name is Dr. Paul Perito, and he taught me a technique that allows me to predict your size. If you just pull the penis on maximum stretch and push the fat pad out of the way and make a measurement, we're going to be really close to that size. So all the variables put aside, whether you shrunk over time, whether we're losing elasticity, whether we're not getting blood flow to the penis, and there's just a discrepancy, we're going to put it aside because I can give you realistic expectations by doing the Paul Perito test. Pull the penis on stretch, take a measurement, and we're going to be really close. If we're way off and you're not happy with that, I don't suggest that you proceed because I won't make you happy. But what's most important is not really the size. What's really important is the function. The ability to have an erection for as long as you want, whenever you want, even if you ejaculate, you don't lose the erection. You are sexually enhanced. You're invincible. You're awesome. So put aside the size. It's less important. Focus on the function and allow us to change your life. That's the message. Okay? Next question. Is the inflation process painful? The answer is no. Early on, it might be a little sensitive. But as you get to healing... I usually tell people by the end of three weeks, you're completely healed. And that's when we'll start the inflate deflate price process. So you might have a little sensitivity at that time, but by the end of six weeks to three months, it becomes invisible. You don't even know you have the implant and inflation and deflation is painless and relatively easy at that point. Once you've learned how to do it. Another question, what will my partner think? I'll tell you what your partner is going to have some of the best sex that they have, may have had in their entire life. Imagine a partner that can have sexual intercourse for as long as they want, whenever they want. Even if they have an orgasm, they keep going. So you can have sex essentially indefinitely until you tap out. <laughs> so with a penile implant, you're invincible. You can have sex indefinitely. And your partner is just going to be extremely pleased and happy with your new sexual prowess, your new sexual confidence. You're going to even feel better as a man. You're going to feel more whole as a man. So you're going to feel better about yourself. You're going to have better intimacy. The whole thing is going to be better for both you and your partner and your relationship. 
So partners are gonna be very happy, very satisfied. Do I need to go to a specialist to get a penile implant? I think that's kind of a silly question. Yeah, of course you gotta to go to a specialist to get a penile implant. Where are you gonna go? The Walgreens? I'm just kidding, but of course you need to go to a specialist. And what we're really saying here is that you need to go to a specialist that does penile implants on a regular basis. And we call those prosthetic urologists. So I like to classify myself or call myself a prosthetic urologist, someone who evaluates and treats erectile dysfunction in a very comprehensive, holistic way. We don't just do penile implants. We evaluate the patients medically. We have sophisticated medical testing like duplex Doppler ultrasonography in the office to evaluate blood flow. We do proper laboratory testing. We do proper histories and physicals and laboratory testing, and we make appropriate recommendations for the patients that need them. So if you're an experienced, comprehensive prosthetic urologist like myself, you're going to have a lot of experience. You're gonna have awesome outcomes and you're gonna end up having less complications. And overall, you're gonna achieve a very high 97, 98% patient satisfaction rate because you do it all the time. So I do between 10 and 15 penal implants a month, and I do somewhere in the order of 120 to 140 penal implants a year. And I've done well over 1,000 penal implants in my career. And I am classified as a National Center of Excellence by Boston Scientific. I'm kind of proud of that. So I'm one of several doctors in the whole United States where they send doctors to both locally in the United States and internationally to train them on doing penal implants and how to set up their practices and how to properly evaluate patients and deal with the complications and things like that. So it's important to go to an experienced penal implant specialist someone who does a lot of this kind of work so that you can kind of guarantee that they're gonna have a very high patient satisfaction rate and low complication rate. So what's the penile implant surgery like? Well, the penile implant surgery can be done in two different ways. It can be done through the scrotum, and we call that penis scrotal technique, or it can be done above the penis in the midline where the pubic hair is located, and that's called the infrapubic technique. I have done both over many years, and hands down, the infrapubic technique is much better in my opinion. It's faster, it's done through a tiny incision that's easier to heal, patients have much less swelling in the scrotum, and it therefore allows them to heal quicker and get to pumping and inflating and getting back to sex much quicker. So the recovery is infinitely better, it's much quicker time to, to inflate, deflate, and overall, patients are just much happier with this. And I've had that experience in my career. Now, I can do the surgery in 35 to 45 minutes through a one-inch opening where the pubic hair is located, as I've mentioned. We send the patients home the same day, so it's outpatient surgery. And because we leave you inflated overnight, first of all, you need to wear baggy clothes. Otherwise, it's really a challenge to get home and into the office the next day. But that being said, we leave you inflated overnight and you therefore need a catheter to pee, a little drain to pick up extra fluid, and we wrap you up tight. This is all done to minimize swelling and optimize the outcome. The next morning, we see you back in the office on post-up day number one in under 24 hours, and the catheter comes out, the drain comes out, and we deflate you. And I will then brag because it does not look like we did the surgery. And that is so different if you do the penis scroll approach. 
I don't think we can accomplish that. On post-op day one, it does not look like you did the surgery. Over the next several days, there will be some swelling and some black and blue. It may peak by day four and day five. It's modest. But by the end of seven days, one week, 95% of men are off their pain pills. Most of the recovery is over. Most of the recovery is weighted towards that first week. And by the end of three weeks, you're completely healed. We're able to teach you how to inflate and deflate your device. And by four weeks, it's safe to have sex, although I know most of my patients cheat and have it almost the day after I teach them. <laughs> anyway, so the recovery is modest for this life-changing transformational procedure for the men who need it. How, does it, how long does a penile implant last? Will I ever need to replace it? Well, I simply like to say that it's an extremely durable product, and I quote 90% success at 10 years. Based on a recent study of more than 39,000 patients, it was shown that the seven-year mechanical survival of a AMS penile implant, one type of implant, is somewhere between 91 and 94%. So it's safe to say that we can extrapolate that we have about a 90% success at 10 years. So the bottom line is the penile implant doesn't explode at 10 years. It just means that on average, statistically speaking, at the end of 10 years, most people have a functioning implant. Some will last longer, some will last shorter. If the penile implant breaks, you may ask, it's okay to take an implant out and put a new one in. And we do it all the time. Certainly, there's a slightly increased risk for infection, but we mitigate it with antibiotics, excellent surgical technique, and using a product that is antibiotic impregnated to reduce the risk of infection. Certainly, we use IV antibiotics. We use oral antibiotics three days before and up to one week after. All this is done to minimize the risk for infection, and the infection rate uh, in virgin cases is less than 1%, and probably in revisions, only 3 to 5% because of our techniques described previously. Will my implant set off airport security? Let me think about that one. No, doesn't. Simply put, does not. Next question. What are the risks of getting a penile implant? Well, the biggest risk is infection, but I've already told you that in a virgin implant, someone who's never been implanted before, the risk for an infection in a high-volume implanter like myself is less than 1%. If we're doing a revision, somewhere between 3 to 5% as long as we take all of the steps to mitigate the risk for infection. The, the long-term success rate of a penile implant, as we discussed, it's 90% success at 10 years, so it's a very durable product. As far as long-term pain or needing to remove the implant for pain, that's approaching 0%. It's not 0%, but it approaches 0%. It's extremely rare. I don't think there are a lot of risks other than really infection. There is the risk for bleeding and getting a hematoma, but in good hands, that's also very uncommon. Are AMS implants MRI compatible? Yes. Next question. Does insurance cover penile implants? The answer is most of the time. Medicare covers this. 
However, Medicare only covers 80% of the surgical cost. So if you have a supplemental insurance, which picks up the other 20%, you're covered completely if you have Medicare plus a supplemental. Commercial insurance plans do not all cover it. In my market in Phoenix, Arizona, Blue Cross Blue Shield and Cigna don't cover it on average. However, United Healthcare, Aetna, Humana, the VA, TRICARE for Life, they're all covering it. And certainly there are deductibles and co-pays that enter into the equation, but overall it's covered. So what happens when it's not covered? Well, I can tell you we try to submit we try to submit for a uh, what's the word for it? I'm having a mental block. We just basically submit a form and try to get it authorized and we will appeal. That's it. I'm looking for the word. We will appeal it and we submit a separate letter trying to see if we can argue for the medical necessity. But if it doesn't work and insurance doesn't cover it, simply put, we do cash pay. And we have a cash pay deal worked out. And I think I have one of the more competitive pricings that have been worked out. We charge $16,500 cash to do the penile implant all-inclusive. And that includes the cost of the surgery center that we've picked out. That includes the anesthesiologist. That includes the, um, the OR time. That includes the penile implant itself. It includes the surgical cost, the first assisting cost. It's cost it covers all of it all-inclusive, and I guarantee my cost so that if there's a complication, I won't charge. I take care of it until it's finished. So I think I covered a lot. If you're still listening, I'd be amazed. But thank you for listening. So that concludes today's podcast on FAQs on penile implants, and thank you for tuning into this particular episode. To learn more about Dr. Blick and penile implants, Go to drblick.com. Spell out the word doctor, drblick.com. Important, a new Blick Sticks podcast will be recorded every Thursday, so tune in next Thursday to get your weekly dose of men's health. Signing off for now. Ciao. That's this week's episode of Blick Sticks Podcast, the number one podcast for men's sexual health. For additional resources, connect with Dr. Blick by heading to drblick.com. Don't forget to join us next week for another episode. Thank you for listening.